Welcome to the Weight Loss Podcast, where we offer solutions to the obstacles you face when it comes to achieving your health and fitness goals. As a married couple who's lost a combined weight of 100 kilograms and 11 clothes sizes, our raw, real, and relatable stories will show you the path you must walk to achieve, and more importantly, maintain the results you know you can reach, because we know it works. So get ready to share the success and show the results with your hosts, Matt and Courtney. Hello and welcome to season four, continuing season four, colon, random shit. Yeah. Stuff. This is the Weight Loss Podcast, the greatest health and fitness podcast on planet Earth. Just ask us. We will be only too happy to tell you. My name is Matt. I'm the cleaner. I clean the office. I make sure things don't get messy. I'm here to introduce the main event, the host of the show, the face that runs the place, my wife, my co-host, my boss, Courtney. You're the best. Thank you. All right. This show is addition by subtraction. How your life can improve from the weight you lose. What the fuck does this mean? Mm. Courtney, I'll explain. What does it mean, Matt? All right. Simple as this. You start out, you think to yourself, okay, my goal is uh, I want to lose 30 kilos, I want to lose 40 kilos, I want to lose two dress sizes, whatever it is. I want to keep up with the kids. Whatever your goal is, your goal is X. As you work towards it, you are going to get so much more out of it than you bargain for. So I'll give a real basic personal illustration. When I first started... My goal was to not be fat and not be a victim of diabetes. That's all I wanted. Now, I'm the co-host of the world's greatest podcast. I've got a beautiful wife. I've got a great home. Our pets are awesome. I've made so many new friends and colleagues. Like we got married overseas, all these different experiences that have been had that honestly I wouldn't have had without my own, you're going to hate this word, journey. It's a necessary word. (laughs) In this context, it is. So you can think of this as kind of like an extension of the episode we did way, way, way back a few months ago in season three called Why There's No Finish Line. Because we are going to give some examples of how things can change if you not just make a decision, but follow it through. Mm. And it just rewards you in so many ways. Yeah? Yeah. So you think, you make the initial decision, I'm going to do this. And then years later, it's like, holy shit, what has happened? Yeah. And I, I personally have had these moments more times than I can count in the last few years. Like, like you know, Courtney and I, the biggest one for me was where we got married. Mm. Where we get married? New York. Right. Central Park. Yeah. Wouldn't have wouldn't have happened if you or I made some different decisions along the way or did different things. You know? Mm. So I can then I can then knock this back a step and go, well, I wouldn't have married my wife in a really cool location overseas had I not got into becoming a personal trainer but I wouldn't have become a personal trainer had I not had a transformation of my own. 
yeah, yeah. there's definitely a ripple effect for decisions that we make in our lives. And yeah. I think the Thank decision... You. Thank you. That's the term, ripple effect. It's definitely... And, I mean, there's a ripple effect with everything that we do. So just the decision to change our lives or, or lose weight or change bad habits is, is no exception. Mm. So, in, in fact, they're more powerful ripple effects than anything else because it can affect so many different areas of our lives. So work, personal, um, every, everything, really. Uh, have you had your own? Yeah, I've had several too. Um, you know, at the end, if I didn't make the decision to change my life, mm. then, yeah, I wouldn't have met you. So some might say that's for the for the best. <laughs> I wouldn't be I wouldn't be married. I wouldn't, you know, who, who knows then? Who knows? Would I still be single? Would I have, you know, done something else with my life? Um I know I'd still be overweight and unhappy and suffering, you know, mentally from that. Mm. Um so that then leads to another ripple effect. So, yeah, if if you went back in my past, you know, I wouldn't have pictured myself looking the way that I do, lifting weights the way that I do. Do you mean, just just quickly, when you say looking the way that you do, do you mean being hot? Yeah, that's the one. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't have pictured myself being a business owner, being a podcaster. There's no way, there is no way on any planet I would have pictured myself being a podcaster. Would you have even known what a podcast is? I think I did know what a podcast was, but I did didn't listen to them back back in the day. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of areas of my life too that has that has changed. Um, I think from big outcomes like that, like mm. you know, marriage, meeting you, um, the way that I look, being a podcaster, being a business owner. But I think for me as well, um, personal traits that I now have and have evolved has been a big one. So Such as. So confidence, mm-hmm. um, I was definitely more confident person now than I ever was before and that's still evolving and that I think still will evolve. Um, definitely confidence, definitely my um, ambition. Mm. Ambition I think is a big one for me that it definitely evolved. I think... That's, um, a, that's a, a really good word to use. Yeah, and I think ambition, not just in professional sense, but also a personal sense. Would you say work ethic? Work ethic has definitely gone up. Mm-hmm. Um, the ability to self-reflect is a personal trait that I just didn't have back in the day. Would that be something where over time you've become less dominated by your emotions? Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not putting, trying to put words no, in No, 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 it it's is. like I'm trying to interpret this. It is because it's a you're less dominated, you're less dictated by them and more able to step back and reassess what's happening. And that's, and that's a habit that I've learned through this process. So definitely things that I have made mistakes, I've been very open about the mistakes I've made over the years in terms of my weight loss lifestyle and journey. I think that... Well, there's that word. <laughs> I think that I have, through those mistakes, I've always le- tried to learn something from them and I've developed the the, ha- the habit and the ability to be able to, yeah, self-assess, step back, have perspective. Perspective's a really big one. I used to be quite impulsive when I was younger, um, jump to conclusions, jump to opinions, um, Are we sure that's changed? 
No, I still jump. <laughs> I'm just more right these days. Oh, my God. <laughs> Joking, of course. No, I think that definitely I have... <laughs> I um I definitely have the the personal trait of being able to admit when I have made a mistake or when I'm wrong. I know you Matt's looking at me net right now thinking that's incorrect, but it is correct. I do have the ability to sort of look back and say, okay, I, I messed up there. I just made not, a mistake. That's not what I'm involved. Okay. Yes. Ha ha. I, um, I messed up there, I made a mistake there and I'm able to try to process that, trying to learn to learn from that, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Uh, it's definitely not a personal trait that I had before. So that's just an, a couple of areas that I feel like I was able, I have been able to, to grow from this decision to lose weight that I had never, I would never have expected that... I would grow so far on sort of a personal level. I'll ask you a question. What has been the biggest ripple effect so far in terms of like, holy shit, I can't believe I've done that or I'm doing that. And what's been the trait that you've developed the most that's been the most helpful? I think the biggest ripple effect would... Big questions, bro. Yeah. I think the biggest ripple effect will obviously be personal. So meeting you then changed a lot of the direction of my life. So that would be the biggest ripple effect. Do you know why that is? Why? Because I'm fucking awesome. Oh, thanks. Sorry. Um, Good. I had to. I'm glad we cleared that up. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) the biggest... Uh, personality trait was the other part of that question, yes? Or well, the, the, well, the, biggest, the biggest sort of trait that you've developed that served you the most in your, in your life. Like you mentioned ambition, confidence, work ethic. Do you have one you put above the rest? Because I do for me personally, but I'll say that for later on. <sighs> That's a good question. I like good questions. <laughs> I want to say off... Straight away, off the top of my head, I'd say confidence. Okay. Because I feel like, and I'll let you know during this podcast episode if I change my mind, but the way I feel about it right this second Mm -hmm. is it's confidence because through having more confidence comes the other things. So I've been able to develop self-awareness because I think you need a certain level of confidence to be self-aware, to be able to have perspective, to step back and admit your faults, admit your mistakes and be able to learn from them. And I feel like my work ethic is also can can be contributed to a certain part to my confidence. Like an extension of it? Yeah. Okay. Because if I wasn't confident, then I don't feel like I would be as ambitious or as have the sort of work ethic that I have. Mm-hmm. So I feel like just off the top of my head, it would be confidence just because I feel like a lot of the other personal traits that I have and have been able to develop over the years, have come off having that confidence to do so. Um, but, yeah, that, that's just off, off the top of my head, I would say, confidence. Is that something you notice with clients you've worked with over the years? Like is confidence the one you notice the most from them or anything different there? I'd say did definitely confidence because I think it, it shows itself in many different forms. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for a lot of um, women and men – Ultimately, when it comes to weight loss, we usually want similar things. 
whether it be the exact same goal or not is is um, it defeats the purpose. It's it, it's we usually want similar things out of our goals, and it usually is partly there to look better, to feel better, to be healthier. That's just what we all want, and I think that I see a lot over the years from clients that they get the confidence, and you can see it because they might put more photos up of themselves. They might voice their opinion more often. Mm. They might ask more questions. And that's not necessarily something people would automatically say, oh, you're getting more confidence. But when you get to know someone like we do with our clients, you can see that change and they're asking more questions or they want more knowledge here or they're – going to do things with their kids that they wouldn't have done before. On the subject of questions, it could be they're asking better questions. They're asking better questions. that's absolutely a trait, isn't it? They're admitting their faults. That There's a, there's a trait that comes from this, we've noticed with clients and with ourselves, you give less fucks about things that aren't worth giving fucks about. Yeah, definitely your priorities. You can see clients that when their confidence goes up, their priorities seem to readjust in a good way. And the things they get hung up on change as well. And I think that that comes from the ability to have perspective and to really Mm. look at things Mm. in a clear way. Um, You can be emotional in the heat of the moment, but to be able then to be able to take a breath and step back and reevaluate, to learn from your mistakes, to even admit to your coach that you've made mistakes, it takes confidence to do that. And I feel like those are the things over the time I've noticed mostly with clients that evolve. Mm-hmm. What about you? When you think about it, like I, I sort of touched on it before, like I first start and it's like, righto, I don't want to be grotesquely obese and I don't want to have a, a shortened slash affected lifespan with diabetes where now like here we are talking on the weight loss podcast. <laughs> like what the fuck? So do you think that was your well, – I pose the same questions to you, it's only fair, that you answer them as well since that was such great questions. What would be the biggest ripple effect for you and then what would be sort of the biggest personality trait that you've seen develop? Uh, biggest ripple effect, it's – I don't want to sound like it's a cop-out, but if I think of my life now in totality of it compared to what I thought I was going to be when I was first getting started – or even before I first started, this is like, this is an alternate reality. Mm. It's almost like switching timelines. Like I'm not going to get too far into science fiction here. (laughs) But it's just like, how is this possible? Like we're recording this episode of the Weight Loss Podcast that I run with my wife who I met through a gym because I was a personal trainer because I moved in a state because I had the confidence to apply for a job finally, because I lost a stack of weight, because I made the decision to start. Like, you fucking what? Does that count as an answer? It or does. Why did, or why just dodged it? No, 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 it does. So then... It's just that the, the totality of it all is, is honestly, if I think about it, it's just like, what? Yeah. And if, and if, you, you, if I get in the DeLorean and hit 88 miles an hour and go back to when I was younger, like in my early 20s, and say, hey, guess what? 15 years from now, 20 years from now, you're doing this, 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 and this. So like, I, I what guess. drugs are you on, mate? 
So I guess then from what you're saying is that you the biggest ripple effect for you from the decision to change was achieving your goal, one, and then two, moving. Well, let's look at this. Like this, I think I probably have dodged it because it's like I became a PT, which is like how the fuck does this guy become a PT with where he starts from? I have the guts to leave home and move in a state. Mm. I have the guts to quit a job to become a PT and work for myself in my early 30s, which is a risk. Mm-hmm. I wasn't living at home, you know. That leads to then, you know, meeting you, you shamelessly hitting on me. <laughs> Actually, is that the biggest, what the biggest benefit is you hitting on me, I'd say? Please. Okay, that, that's getting no sold. Um, we opened our own gym. I know. Like, like what? So what would be the, what's the personality trait answer then? Well, this is the thing. I'm not done with this yet. But let, <laughs> let, let, let me go on with this because okay. this, this is how crazy this is. Like we opened our own gym that has tremendous success and then I come to you with this idea like, hey, what if we did a podcast about weight loss and video games? And your response was, what if we didn't do one about video games? I think that was literally my exact answer. No. Yeah. <laughs> and then so we, we set that up and the original intention was this would be a good little thing for our gym clients yeah. to help them along. And then it's like, okay, our life's completely different because our podcast has taken off. We've, we've made so many amazing friends mm. and, and it's, it's changed our life, it's changed our business. And we don't have a gym anymore as a result, you know, but then it extends to, I think you've touched on the word there, Courtney, confidence, like the confidence now to try other things. Mm. Like we've been, we've been doing kickboxing together now mm. for over 12 months, um, longer actually together. Like I'm now learning piano. Like after years of saying I'm gonna, it's like, no, fuck it, I'm going to do this. I actually am doing this. You know, like friends that I've made that I would never have made, you know. It's just like, and you know, I actually am dodging the biggest part. Like I met my wife. <laughs> like it got me married. And you actually used the word confidence earlier too. So the confidence to in terms of In terms home. of, yeah, in terms of traits, I, I think – I think you are correct in terms of confidence because of what that unlocks. Mm. So when, when we were first talking about this and actually planning this episode, I thought to myself, oh, yeah, I think it'll be for me probably my work ethic and drive where it's like I used to be the laziest shit you ever met. And I am still lazy but more selectively so now where like I'm – You have very high work ethic. Yeah. But you know what though? That's probably an extension of confidence because I now rather than think I can't, I think I can so I would actually say it's the same for me that it's the confidence because of how much that extends to mm. because now it's like well I'm not afraid of making a mistake because it's just like well that's how you get better yeah I'm not afraid of working hard because working hard gives you rewards and gives you outcomes I'm not afraid of getting feedback on things and being told hey you can do this better 
I may not always like it, but I cop it. You know, um, I think I think the biggest trait is confidence as well, because of how much that extends. I think you are even more confident. Well, I know you're even more confident than I am. I'm still catching up on that because I think the thing that well, I got a head start. I think the thing as well. Well, that's true, but I think the thing that the personality trait that confidence I think has lended itself as well to you. Not only the work ethic and the drive, but you don't care what other people think about you generally um there's very few people in this world that you actually care yeah, i'm not gonna I, i'm not i'm You're not, not gonna say anyone no no that, that, that that's wrong it's a small number yeah and i think it should be a small number for everyone and you have that ability to really stick to that and so there as a result you do have a very low threshold of what you feel like is embarrassing to you and i are you, I are, feel you calling, like, are you calling me shameless? Because I think you're probably right. No, I don't think you're shameless. It's not the. It, that's not the right term either. But it's just you will try things, and I will be concerned that something will go wrong, or I'll look oh, stupid, or okay. it's embarrassing, and I'm not going to say that because that's embarrassing, or I'm not going to go there because that's embarrassing. You don't have that. I think. I think. Yeah. The way I look at that, and I I say this to a lot of clients of ours as well is the, the thing, the trap of looking at what could go wrong and that prevents you from taking action. Where, and I was the same. Like, make no mistake, I was the exact same. Now, I think about what could go right. So I'm more interested in well, what, what are the potential positive outcomes from an action, a decision, whatever. I know things can go wrong. I just don't care. Yeah, and I think that's the biggest personality trait that I've noticed that I haven't quite caught caught up to that yet, which is I still do care. Well, and I fair, still though, do look at what can go wrong in every situation. Yeah, but you know what, though? In a way, at least for us as a couple, that balances each other out. True. Because I can, I can go that way almost too hard to the point where it can be irrational. That's true. And so you do bring a cautious hand because I am so gung-ho at times, it's like fucking, I'm just going straight ahead into a blender. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, hang on. Step back. Step back up a sec, chum. <laughs> Let's try this a different way. So I, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because you can help to balance each other out like that. So it's almost like a couple therapy session, isn't it? True. But I think going back to what you were saying earlier where one decision leads to all of this. It's a great conversation to have. And I, I think it's well, a great reflection to have where you can actually look back on it for someone who is maybe going through their own weight loss journey right now and to be able to... Or thinking about going through. To either, if you're in it, to be able to look back maybe and see what's changed so far or if you're thinking about starting and you get into that point where you've really hit your why moment and you really want to do it, Looking at these sort of things as other well, so advantages, it, it could be. Well, I would probably use the word incentive. Incentive. That's when, a good word. The thing is, when when you first start, like you don't know, you you can't. And I hear this a lot from clients where it's like, I want to change, but I can't picture what I'm going to look like or what is going to look like. Yeah. And my response is, well, yes, I understand completely because that's how it is. Mm. I think it first has to start with what you don't want. Mm-hmm. 
before it becomes what you do want. So when I, when, I, when I was first getting underway, it was all about what I didn't want to be, what I didn't want to identify with. Now it's more what I do want to be. Does that make sense? Yes. And that does flip over over time. And I've seen that with clients and with you, Courtney, as well. Like you think when you and I first met, like your goals were to drop a few dress sizes. And if I recall correctly, your goals, your other goal was to not be single. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> but the thing is, you look at then, like they're your initial goals to, you know, in, in most cases, move away from certain sources of pain. Where now, you mentioned before with yourself, one of the traits you developed as a, as a result of this is ambition. Mm. So now you're more, you're more likely to go and chase after things as opposed to running away from things. Yeah, or just thinking about things and not actually doing anything. But you take you take action now more. Yeah. Oh, absolutely you do. And that, that was, that's, also, that's another hindrance that I would have had back in the beginning is that I would think about things, think about things, think about things and just never do anything. How often do you see it and have we heard it and we've spoken to people where it's like, oh, I need to lose this weight or I want to do this and there's no action. And the thing is, and this the whole, I think the whole point of this episode is illustrating what you can be robbing yourself of because you aren't taking action. Mm. You know? I think there was like some quote, and I'm going to butcher this, but there was some quote. Uh, no one's listening. Who cares? <laughs> Wasn't there a quote, something about uh, what is the, the, the biggest killer of goals, which is inaction? You're not butchering that. That sounds very accurate to yeah. me. It is, of course I think inaction. I heard that. Someone told me that. Yeah. So, it's not mistakes, it's inaction. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah, something like that. Like yeah. the biggest killer of, of goals is not making mistakes, it's inaction. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, may I? Yes. Oh, 100%. Oh, 100%. Oh, it's a double. It's, so it's good. a double take. It's so good. I did it twice. <laughs> so I reckon we've probably blithered on enough um, about ourselves. Yes. Ourselves. <laughs> Let's well, yes, we have. <laughs> yeah, the, the Matt and Courtney show can stop. Let's give some tips here because we've really hoped that for you listening that you get an idea here that like if you commit and you don't stop, you can get rewards that you would not expect. No. Like this is this is me personally speaking here. Take it from a guy. When I first started, like I was living at the other side of the country to where I am now. Living in a bedroom in my family house. With type 2 diabetes. Which, well, I've still got that. Um, yes, active. Uh, very, very, very active. Unemployed. Very single. As single as you can get. Um, couldn't sleep well. Poor health. And now here I am on the number one health and fitness podcast in the world. In our home, my beautiful wife, our awesome pets. Like, give yourself a chance. Yeah. And that leads into the tips that we've got here. And I want to start with the first tip when it comes to this, Courtney. Mm-hmm. Don't be a fucking spectator mm. in life. Yeah. Well, this is what I'm saying, in action. Don't, yeah, don't sit on the sidelines. Commit, take action and see where it goes. Give, your, give yourself a chance to evolve. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and then leading on from that, it would be what you said before. Don't give up. See it through. Don't give up because it when it gets hard, because it will get hard. 
Fucking hope. It will get hard. Yeah. And this is where looking at these sort of things is great because if you're only ever just looking at the one goal of getting into that size clothing or you're only looking at this this particular goal, which, you know what, having an ultimate goal is great. That's what we always say, not going back on that. That's part of our goal setting. Mm. But It's not a finish line. During the hard times, these are the things that can help you get you through. Look at what else you're gaining from this. What you could gain. Yeah. In terms of relationships, careers. Uh, the next tip I'll give um, leans itself into the not giving up is just grind it out mm. and stick with it. And I, the, the phrase that I use is put in the reps. Yeah. Build up consistency. Keep showing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. My turn. You just went. I was distracted by how good your point was. Welcome to the Weight Loss Podcast. My <laughs> name is Matt. He, she just arrived from a holiday. He's Courtney. How are you, love? The other tip we were going to make on this is not being afraid of change. I reckon that is the equal number one tip, along with don't be a spectator in life, is don't be afraid of change. Yeah, don't go, fight it. Go with it. And that's, that's something that we can speak about, Courtney. Like, let's, let's look at this podcast as a, a great recent example in our lives. So like I said before, when we first had the idea for this podcast, once Courtney shot down the video game stuff and we were going to stick with, with weight loss, the initial concept was this will help our gym clients, mm. you know, to, to help with what they're doing with us there in the gym. And then... As you know, one of the benefits of podcasts is you can access it on your phone no matter where the hell you are in the world. Mm. You know, so then, you know, like we start to get feedback. It's like, oh, this person from America emailed us, or this, or this person from Canada or the UK or New Zealand is like, what the fuck? Mm. You know, and then we start to get people um, from interstate and overseas like, oh, can you guys help me with where I am? And we're like, well, we're in the gym. And now you've got people asking us to help them in different parts of the world. Mm. And it just got to the stage where the tide turned. Mm. It's like one day I remember saying to, to Courtney, like, do you realise we've actually got more clients that don't come to our gym than we do that do come to our gym? Why do we have our gym? Yeah. And that's where we made the call because of the way that the, the, the tide was flowing Let's get rid of the gym, mm. which is kind of unheard of given that, you know, we're personal trainers. It's like, got rid of your gym. Like, what the fuck? Mm. We just went with the flow, didn't we? Yeah. We haven't looked back. You know, so change will, change will come. Go with it. Mm. See where it takes you. Yep. Give it a chance. Absolutely. Anything else you want to add? Or no, I think you nailed it. You, would you say it was... Amazing. No. 100%. Thank you. <laughs> no, nailed it. Absolutely. All right. Let's bring this one to a close. Yes. So thank you for bearing with us through this. Hopefully you got a lot out of it. If you didn't, honestly, you have to blame me. This is my episode idea. So I'll cop the shit for this one. Now, Courtney's just nodding in approval like, yep, fuck this guy. So gracious of you. <laughs> hey. You usually blame it on me. 
no, this is, hey, this is my idea, this one. Come and hang out with me, but more importantly, come and hang out with Courtney. Yeah. The real star of the show and other fans of the show and other like-minded people in our Facebook group, the official group of the Weight Loss Podcast. The group name is, get ready for it, the Weight Loss Podcast. Bet you didn't see that coming. <laughs> Easy to find. You'll find a link for it in your podcast app. Mm-hmm. We also have, Courtney, back me up on this one, swag. Yes, we do have a shop, so make sure you check that out. Yep, weightlosspodcast.com forward slash shop. And uh, for any additional notes, you can just head over to the show notes page at where, Courtney? Sorry. The weightlosspodcast.com. Amazing. So links for all these you will find handy dandy there in your podcast app. Just click and, uh, yeah, get in touch, come and hang out and chill out. I reckon that brings us to a close, Courtney. Let's uh, shut this one down and head off. Awesome. We will be back and speak to you soon. Bye. Are you ready to share your success? Head over to our website for full access to our show notes, resources based on today's topic, and links to our Facebook group so you can share your story with our hosts and many others out there who are looking to achieve and maintain their health and fitness goals. You can find all that and more exclusively at theweightlosspodcast.com. 